topic, and our topic today is evangelism, the Christian's prime duty. Hallelujah. Evangelism, the Christian's prime duty. And that is why we want to affirm that we are redeemed to change our world one disciple at a time. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. So, our anchor scriptures are Matthew chapter 28, the verse 18 to 20. Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Hallelujah. Since I know we all, I believe we all know this scripture very well, I just want you to take a second look at it, and I please just stay with me one, uh, uh, one second after the other so we can all grasp on something out of it before we leave. Hallelujah. So, when you read the verse before this, Jesus called a meeting in Galilee. Hallelujah. That's when he was wrapping up his ministry on earth. And by then, he has already believed, trained people that would take over the ministry on earth. Hallelujah. So, he called this meeting in Galilee, and at this point, as I said, he's wrapping up his ministry on earth. He's putting his affairs in order. Hallelujah. And people came. And according to the scriptures, some of the people, among the people who came to this meeting, there were even doubters among them. Hallelujah. Amen. But what I want you to, what I want our focus to be this morning is, Jesus came to them and said, all authority, all not some. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Hallelujah. Amen? Authority. He didn't say power. The reason being is authority opens doors to power. Hallelujah. Without, you know, if you have power and you don't have authority, you can't do much. Hallelujah. But with authority, you have access to power. Hallelujah. So, Jesus is making a note of something. All authority in heaven and on this earth has been given to me. I am in charge in heaven. I'm in charge on earth. Hallelujah. And I'm in charge in between, anywhere. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, God is such, uh, he's such, a, uh, he's such a, a loving God. And a God who is always on point that he does not send his people to battle, or he does not give you an assignment without the tools for the assignment. Hallelujah. So, Jesus at this point is providing the tools these people need for the assignment on earth. Hallelujah. Why he get ascended to heaven. Hallelujah. So, first of all, all authority. Because I can't come here and say, hey, uh, half our district beginning next week, we are not having service until maybe further notice. I don't have the authority to do that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't have the authority to make that sort of pronunciation. Hallelujah. Now, 
In order for you to accomplish something, you need that authority. In order for somebody to represent you on earth or anywhere else, you need some sort of authority. And in our days today, it's called some uh, power of attorney. Hallelujah. I remember one point I show up at a DMV to uh, renew a license for Jason. And the person said, oh, you couldn't do this. I said, well, I have a power of attorney. He said, well, let me get my manager. The manager came and said, oh, yeah, you can do it. Hallelujah. At this point, Jason is somewhere far away, outside of the United States. But with the power of attorney, I was able to renew his license. Hallelujah. So in essence, when Jesus was wrapping up his uh, work on earth, he was handing over the power of attorney to the people there. Now, you will say, well, this authority and this power didn't apply to me because I wasn't in this meeting in Galilee. And that's why towards the end, he said, I am with you until the end of the ages. And the ages hasn't ended yet. Hallelujah. So this power of attorney or this authority has been transferred from ages to ages to ages. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's been transferred to the ages of the Renaissance during the Industrial Revolution it's being transferred on and on and to be transferred when we are gone. Hallelujah. Because that's how God designed it to be. So Jesus didn't say, hey, you folks here are the only ones I'm transferring this authority to. Hallelujah. But he said, with this authority I've given and the task I've given you, I am with you until the end of the ages. Hallelujah. So as a believer, I just want you to re-understand what God has given you. Hallelujah. He called you. But most, many at times, what we tend to do is we tend to forget who we are. We tend to forget what we have. We tend to forget what we are here to do. Hallelujah. Amen. So evangelism is the prime duty of you, the believer. And you might be thinking, anytime we talk about evangelism, you think, well, you have to go out there and preach, stay under a bus station and preach. But evangelism, as the ages changes and as time changes, evangelism, the color, the nature of evangelism is changing as well. Hallelujah. We are on Facebook. We are on Twitter. We are all over the place. And the nature of evangelism is changing as well. Amen? I believe during the days when they had this meeting in Galilee, there wasn't Twitter, there wasn't Facebook, there wasn't any of these mediums, hallelujah. But today, evangelism is changing, hallelujah. Amen? So, you as a believer, you have the authority. And this authority is not only limited to you evangelizing. This, this authority that Jesus is giving, which he actually told you or explained his source of that, that authority, hallelujah, in heaven. So his jurisdiction, he doesn't have a limited jurisdiction, hallelujah. Amen? Now, if the current attorney general of the U.S., United States of America, who was sworn in by the president, giving some sort of authority, that authority has been passed on to him, and decided, hey, I'm picking you, and I want you to be a special counsel, Hallelujah. When you get a letter or a subpoena from that special counsel, even though it is not Attorney General himself, you are shaking in your boots because he possesses the authority 
of the Attorney General. Hallelujah. Amen. So, we, in essence, Jesus has transferred that authority to us. We just don't know we have it, most of us, and most of us don't know what to do with it, even when we know we have it. Hallelujah. So, this authority speaks to every facet of our lives. Hallelujah. Not just the authority in heaven and on earth has been given you, and it speaks to every facet of your life. So as you begin this year, 2023, I want you to realize and understand that no matter what the obstacles are, no matter what the issues are, you have an authority given you by the almighty God himself. Hallelujah. You have a power of attorney passed on to you that applies anywhere. Hallelujah. And that's the reason why Jesus noted in Matthew 28. Let's go back to Matthew 28, please. So, he said, go and make disciples of all nations because this authority has no boundaries. This authority is not limited to geographical locations. Hallelujah. This authority crosses traditional boundaries. It crosses ethnic boundaries. It crosses, what do you call it, um, political boundaries. Hallelujah. So, that's authority you have as a believer, and most of us, we are just sleeping on it. We don't know what we have. Hallelujah. So this year, when any obstacles arise, when any issues arise, you remember that you have that authority given you. And I wish, uh, it's, it's very simplified here. The authority Jesus is speaking of is simplified in our next scripture. But before we get there, I'll just, I just want to give another example of the difference between having power and having authority. Hallelujah. So, another example would be, uh, I'll bring it home. Our governor, of, uh, the, the governor of this state, Connecticut, he lives in West Hartford. So, assuming he's driving without the protection of the office, which is the state police. And a freshly graduated West Hartford PD officer sees him and thinks there is a reason to pull him over. He can pull him over. Why? Because he has authority to pull him over. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Even though the governor has the power over the whole state, at this moment in this jurisdiction, this newly minted police officer can stop him and get his license and run it and do whatever he wants to do because he has authority to do so. Hallelujah. So, authority in essence speaks to power. Hallelujah. Authority challenges power. Hallelujah. And that's what you have as a believer. Hallelujah. That's what you have as a child of God. You have authority in heaven and on earth. Hallelujah. Now, let's go back to evangelizing. Many a times we think we should only speak to people about the love of God, people who share our ideas, people who behave like us, people who share our culture, people who dress like us. Hallelujah. But Jesus actually turned that concept on its head saying, we should go across nations. Hallelujah. It's across nations. So your mandate is not limited to only the Ghanaian community. Your mandate is not limited to only your age group. Your mandate is not limited to only people you know. Hallelujah. It goes across nations. Amen. So, you have this authority. Now, what do you do with it? 
you have this authority and your first number one task is to evangelize and tell people about the love of God. So this morning, since we know what we have, what kind of powers we have, what kind of powers have invested into us, now we, we should not lose sight or do not know how much authority we have. So let's look at Matthew chapter 18, the verse 18. It simplifies that authority. Matthew 18, 18. He said, truly I tell you, whatever you bind on earth, we bind in heaven. We bound in heaven and whatever you lose on earth will be lose in heaven. Hallelujah. Jesus is speaking to you. The, you, the believer. Hallelujah. You, the believer. So, your authority, which leads to power, is not only limited. So, if our authority and power crosses boundaries, it's in heaven and on earth. Why do we feel so powerless at times? Why do we feel so dejected and confused at times? Given the amount, the anonymity of power vested in us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why do we at times feel like maybe we should chase after somebody to pray for us? Why is the authority and the power is vested in you yourself? Hallelujah. Amen? Brethren, beloved, this morning I just want to agitate your spirit. I just want you to know that you've been called for a purpose. You've been called for a task. And along those, the tasks you've been called for, there are perks that goes with it. And one of those perks, one of those important benefits that go with it is you've been endowed with power on earth and on in heaven. Hallelujah. You have the authority to open things that will be open in heaven. You have the authority to close things that will be closed in heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. You have that authority. So if you haven't used it in the past few years, this year, make it a point to start using that authority to be able to start closing things on earth that will be closed in heaven, to be able to shut doors that will be shut in heaven. Hallelujah. Now, evangelism, which is our primary goal. Jesus said, go and make disciples of all nations. This mandate transcends geographical borders and cultures, so you don't share the good news of salvation with only the people that look like you or already behaves like you or share your values. And sharing the good news of salvation can be done in so many different ways. And how good we are to people. We don't even know how to portray the love of Christ in our own lives. Hallelujah. Portraying the love of Christ in your own life, showing the goodness of God in your own life is a form of evangelism. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Showing how good God is to you. It's evangelism. So when you walk around your, your workplace, when you walk around school, and every little problem, you seem like you are the only one carrying the whole world, you cannot convince anybody to come to the Christ you know. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you are walking around as if you are the only one carrying the whole, every world, every issue in the world, you cannot convince anybody to come to that Christ you are talking about. Hallelujah. So beginning today, know the authority you have. Know the power you have and start exercising it. Hallelujah. Because nobody, even Jesus, when you see there are times where Jesus himself, who possesses this authority that he was passing on to, 
He was challenged at times. Hallelujah. Okay? So, at times, power challenges authority. There will be at times where your, that authority will be challenged by the powers that be. And that's why Paul said, for we wrestle not against flesh nor blood, but powers. Hallelujah. There will be times where that authority will be challenged. But that does not mean it is useless. Hallelujah. It just means you have to keep using it. Hallelujah. Having a fire extinguisher in a building does not guarantee there wouldn't be a fire outbreak. Hallelujah. Now, when the fire comes, you have that extinguisher to use. Hallelujah. But the fact that it's hanging in a corner doesn't mean there wouldn't be or the possibility of fire breaking in the place wouldn't be there. So having authority as a believer doesn't mean there wouldn't be challenges. But when the challenges arise, you use that authority to squash it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So beginning 2023, beloved, let's start using that authority. And that's the reason why Jesus told them we should begin in Jerusalem. Hallelujah. And then afterwards, go to Judea. Hallelujah. We, we should start seeing the goodness of God in our lives. We should start exhibiting the love of God that we've seen in our lives. And that's our Jerusalem. We should start extending the love of God to our family members, to our co-workers, to our classmates. Hallelujah. That's your Jerusalem. Start exhibiting it. Start showing that, you know what? Jesus loves me. And I know it. Jesus has paid the debts for me. And I know it. And these minor problems I'm facing, these small challenges I'm facing, are just for a moment, like Paul said. Amen? Paul said, for our afflictions are for just a moment. Hallelujah. Amen? So, once you have that in your mind, the problems wouldn't get you down. Once you have that in your mind, you are able to exhibit the love of God to somebody next to you. Hallelujah. Because they can see us. But what is wrong with this guy? We can see his, there are issues going on. We can see he's being knocked down. But each time he gets knocked down, he gets up. Each time she gets knocked down, she gets up. Hallelujah. What is it? What is making you unique? Hallelujah. Amen? And that's where somebody's going to inquire. What is your secret? And that's why you tell them, it's Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen? So, use the authority as a believer to begin to live the love of God in your own life. To begin with. To start showing the love of God to the people nearer to you before you can actually go out to Judea, to the mall, to somewhere else and tell somebody Jesus loves you. Hallelujah. Because if I am telling somebody Jesus loves me, Jesus loves you, brother. Jesus can take care of you. And the person is looking at me like, if Jesus loves you, why do you, why do you look so sad yourself? It doesn't sell. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you here with me? So we need to start exhibiting and living the love of God so we can pass it on to others. Hallelujah. Now, another mistake we, made, uh, we make as believers is any time we try to witness to people or we try to tell them of the love of God, we tend to make the mistake of 
preaching church. We start by telling them which church we go to and if they could come to church. Hallelujah. That's one of the mistakes we make. The gospel of God, the gospel of Christ, begins with Christ, it runs with Christ, and it ends with Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's why Jesus said, just preach to them. And then once they believe, that's where the church comes in and baptizes and teaches. Hallelujah. But your part, your part is very, very, very easy. Your part is very easy. Make disciples. Let somebody know of the love of God. Hallelujah. Amen. And once they know of the love of God and they want to know more, once they accept and they want, that's where the church as an institution comes in to baptize and teach. Hallelujah. Another mistake we tend to make also is we meet people and we want them to be on our moral level. Hallelujah. We want them to be like us. We want them to, we want to transform them to our liking instead of preaching Christ to them. Hallelujah. Amen? So, making disciples, you are not out there to judge. You are not out there to condemn. You are just telling the, that person, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world. Hallelujah. That he gave his only son as a bridge between God and humanity. Hallelujah. And once that person accepts that message, the teaching begins from that point on. Hallelujah. Amen. But most of the time, we as believers tend to go out and preach morality. We tend to go, we tend out, we'd be out there preaching church. But the gospel of God always begins with God, begins with Christ who came to die and also Christ who resurrected to reconcile man to God. Hallelujah. Amen? Now, and also before we can be out there making disciples, we have to be disciples ourselves. Amen? There is a difference between a believer and a disciple. And Jesus said it. Hallelujah? There is a difference between a believer. A believer, you believe Christ died for my sins. I accept that. Salvation is yours. Now, to be a disciple, that's a different story. Hallelujah. And Jesus is urging, the, the, uh, urging his followers or people who believe to be disciples and make disciples themselves. Hallelujah. Amen? So, believing if the past few years, if last year you were only a believer, I, I urge you today, beginning today, Start working on becoming a disciple. Hallelujah. Amen? Because you cannot disciple anybody if you are not a disciple yourself. You can't give something you don't have. You can't share something you don't know. Hallelujah? Are you with me this morning? Amen? And let's see what it takes to be a disciple. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 16, the verse 24. Matthew 16, the verse 24. 16, 24. Then Jesus said to his disciples, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their 
cross and follow me. Hallelujah. And that's the reason why we shouldn't live in that made-to-be world that be becoming a child of God, becoming a disciple, you are going to be on easy street. Hallelujah. You are not going to be on easy street. The storms will arise. The issues will arise. Because Jesus said, you have to deny yourself. And in essence, what Jesus is saying here, to become a disciple is to be dedicated. Hallelujah. Discipleship means dedication. So, if presiding said, follow me, and I don't know where I'm going, I can't take my eyes off of him. I have, to follow, I have to keep my eyes. I follow him with my eyes on him. Hallelujah. To be a disciple, your eyes, your, your mind, your heart has to be on Jesus every single day. That is a discipleship. Hallelujah. Jesus said, pick up your cross and follow me. Meaning, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be a walk in a park. It's not going to be a stroll. Discipleship requires your time. Discipleship at times requires your money. Discipleship at times requires some extra dedication from you. So PIWC, if last year you were just a believer, I pray in my heart that today, beginning today, you take the step to become a disciple. Hallelujah. Because these are the criteria of who a disciple is. Pick up the cross, follow Jesus. It's going to be picking up the cross. It's not going to be comfortable. But what will make it easy is focusing on the beginner and the finisher of your faith. Hallelujah. And whilst you are exercising this, don't forget, Jesus has empowered you. You are an empowered disciple. You have that power of attorney, which crosses boundaries, which crosses areas, that speaks to anything in your life. Hallelujah. So as you are following Christ with your eyes on Christ, if sickness arises, that power, that authority speaks to it. Hallelujah. As you are going, if, what do you call it, uh, uh, financial troubles arise, that power and authority speaks to it. Hallelujah. But what you should not do is take your eyes off of Christ because he said, follow me. Hallelujah. So when you are following somebody, your eyes, your attention, your heart must be on that person. Hallelujah. So this morning I encourage you, even as we pray, as we get closer to the message, that you should be a disciple today. Make your mind to be a disciple. Make your mind to follow Christ. Hallelujah. Because that's the only way you are going to be able to disciple somebody. Hallelujah. But if you are flailing around yourself, just, just think about you saw somebody in a swimming pool or in a lake, the person is drowning. And you say, oh yeah, I can go save that person. And you jump in and you can swim yourself. <laughs> Hallelujah. You can save that person. So in order for us to take on this mandate, this commission, we need to disciple ourselves. We need to be a disciple ourselves. Hallelujah. We need to be more dedicated. Hallelujah. 
And my discipleship this year, I'm making a point that I'll be every Friday service. If I'm not working, I'll be here. I need you to make up your mind and be a disciple yourself. Hallelujah. What is your discipleship? What is it that you are going to do to keep the focus on the Savior? Hallelujah. Discipleship requires dedication. So that's why Jesus didn't tell them to just go and speak. He said, make disciples. Hallelujah. Because discipleship goes beyond just believing. When you get to that level where you are not a disciple yet, that's the point where somebody says something at church. You say, oh, you guys can have your church. I'm not coming back. Hallelujah. When you haven't gotten to the level of discipleship yet, that's where somebody or some minor, minute issue or somebody crosses you and you say, ah, I'm not coming back to that church. Hallelujah. But what, what, we, what I also need to bring your attention to this year, the theme of the church and the goal of the church is the focus on the local church. Now, when we hear this theme, you are thinking, oh, some small church building somewhere, some big church building somewhere. But the local church, the church is you. Hallelujah. You are the church. Because when COVID came and the doors were shut, church was still meeting. Church was still going on. Hallelujah. So you and I makes the church. It's not a building. So the focus this year is on you. Hallelujah. The focus this year is on you. And out of this, this morning, last week we learned about righteousness. This week we are learning that we need to make up our minds. We need to focus on Christ and be disciples so we can also disciple others. Hallelujah. You have the authority to do so. You have the power to do so. God does not send people on assignments without giving them what it takes to accomplish assignment. Hallelujah. So God has given you what it takes to accomplish your assignment. So, I would like to mention one more thing that we tend to do when we try to witness to people. So as you disciple yourself, as you are building your own capacity, as you are building your own strength within Christ to reach out to others. You know, don't go and, what do you call it, preach church to people. Don't go and tell people, just accept Christ and your life is just going to be completely easy. Everything is going to be easy. Hallelujah. Christ didn't promise easy life any point in time. Hallelujah. He did not promise an easy life. But he promised salvation. Hallelujah. And he promised the tools, the power to fight all the obstacles along the way. But he didn't say the road and the way is going to be smooth and easy. Hallelujah. Christ did not promise that. So don't go and promise that to anybody at the mall. That, hey, come to Christ and your life is just going to be very easy. Your bank account is going to be filled. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. So let's disciple ourselves. Let's know the gospel, the meaning, and the essence of the gospel we preach. And again, if you forgot everything I spoke this morning, 
The gospel begins with Christ, it runs with Christ, and it ends with Christ. Hallelujah. Amen? The gospel is not about the church you go to. The gospel doesn't, has nothing to do with your own morality. Preach the gospel. Let them know God loves them. Let them know Christ died for them. And once they accept this basic facts, now, the teaching and the baptizing, that belongs to the church. But you do your part by letting somebody know or projecting the love of God in your day-to-day life. Hallelujah. Amen? So this morning, as I bring my message to an end, so in our efforts to make disciples for Christ, our focus should be on Christ alone because the gospel of the good news begins with Christ, runs with Christ, and ends with Christ. Our message, our lifestyle, our attitudes must be Christ-centered. Hallelujah. Amen. We should let our message be about Christ who died and rose again for the sins of the world, not what church you attend or your self-perceived righteousness. It should not be about passing judgment on non-believer or calling their lifestyle to question. Just present them with the good news. And when they accept and want to learn, then the church comes in, baptize them, and teach them. Hallelujah. Let's look at one more scripture. John chapter 12, the verse 32. John 12, 32. John 12, 32. And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, I will draw all people to myself. Hallelujah. So just lift up Christ in your day-to-day life. Just lift up Christ in how you deal with people. Just lift up Christ with how you interrupt. If you're a businessman, lift up Christ in your business dealings. Don't go and cheat people. Hallelujah. Amen. If you're a student, lift up Christ in how you deal with your peers and your, and your teachers. Hallelujah. In all your dealings, just lift up Christ and he will do the rest. Hallelujah. But as you go along, I just want to remind you again that all authority on earth, in heaven, Jesus has handed to you. You have the keys. Hallelujah. And what you bind on this earth shall be bound in heaven. Doors that you open on this earth shall be opened in heaven. This is an assurance Jesus gave. Hallelujah. Amen? So, when the, as we, we go through this new year, when the storms arise, when things, complicated situations arise, just know that you've been given the authority in heaven and on earth, and what you bind on earth shall be bind in heaven. Hallelujah. That's how you live a Christ-centered life that draws somebody to Christ. Hallelujah. Amen? So this morning, I believe you purpose in your, your heart and in your mind that beginning today, you are going to become a disciple instead of just a mere believer. Hallelujah. Because once you become a disciple, then you can disciple others. Hallelujah. Let's all be in our faith. Sweep over my soul, 
Sweep over my soul. Oh, my rest is complete when I'm at your feet. 